How do you build a successful MLM business without spamming social media, paying for outdated leads, or having uncomfortable conversations with your family and friends? That was a question I had years ago, and now I want to share my journey as I build my million dollar business online completely from scratch with no money, no customer list, no social media, and no office. With just a laptop, internet connection, and a sales funnel, and all out of my garage. My name is James Quilty, and welcome to Marketing in My Garage. Hey, what's up everyone? This is James Quilty and welcome to another episode of Marketing in My Garage. And today I am really super excited. We got a special uh, episode and you know, lined up for you, to, uh, for you today. I have an awesome and amazing entrepreneur that I had the privilege of meeting uh, just a, a few weeks ago. Um, let, let me just, you know, you know, just tell you, this guy is awesome. And you know why not? he's awesome? He sold close to $2 million in services door to door. And now he's uh, working as um, one of uh, Steve Larson's uh, top closers. And if you don't know who Steve Larson is, he is the one that is revolutionizing the network marketing industry. I just said that right. He's a closer in network marketing. Is that amazing? We always seem to think that we need to do it ourselves. And he has set up a system and um, I have his closer on here. And without any further ado, I am going to uh, turn it on over to Scott Taylor. Scott, welcome to this episode. How are you doing today? Thanks, James. It's so good to be on here, man. You guys, James is amazing. I love this guy. He's like a brother from a different mother. I mean, I've never met him in person, but what a guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, thanks yeah. for having me on here, man. This is the first interview I've done. I've started my own podcast. I've been doing a ton of interviews too, but but uh, yeah, thanks for having me on, man. Dude, really? thank you so much for clearing your schedule and um, let, me, uh, um, let me interview you, um, not only to my audience, but also to, uh, to your audience. So why don't you kind of share uh, with us uh, your backstory and how you got to, to this point? Sure, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how far you want me to go back, but I mean, you know, as a kid, I was always an entrepreneur at heart. Um, I didn't have much direction. I just kind of did things. Um, you know, one thing that I used to do when I was a little kid, probably I think my like budding entrepreneur um, in me, I used to go door to door and, and take garbages out for a quarter when I was like eight, nine, 10 years old. Uh -huh. Like me and my friends would go door to door and, and you know, my messy hair, I licked my lips back then. So I had this big red rash around my face. <laughs> <laughs> and, like I didn't have money and I couldn't work because child labor laws and you know, we wanted to do stuff. So we found a way it was always, I always figured out, you know, ways outside box types of type of ways to, you know, to make money and, and kind of do things. And I always felt like there's, there's a better way. I always felt that way. There's, there's, there's gotta be a different way. And so anyways, fast forward. Um, I was a, I was actually a ballroom dancer back in the day. Really? So, don't realize that if you go on my Facebook profile, I think there's some picture that somebody posted of me doing the pasta doble with my partner, and you know, so obscure. But anyways, I did that. Um, you know, I I got into ballroom dancing in high school. It was like I think it was like my ninth grade year of high school, um, and really it was just like this lady came and did some demo with her daughter who I had a crush on. Her son and daughter did a demo of like swing dancing. Uh -huh. And I was like, that's amazing. And this girl's so cute. And, you know, so I went to this class and there was like 30 girls and five guys. Uh -huh. And it was like love at first sight. Like I, I loved, like I was around all these cute girls. And anyways, I got big into it. And I realized that, and it got expensive because we were flying in a coach from California. And he was pretty expensive. And I, I had all these friends that were, you know, basically going and getting burger flipping jobs and minimum wage, you know, garbage. But I was trying to figure out how to make more money while I was going to school and to help like, you know, train in this ballroom dance. I did international Latin. And so I started my own little lawn mowing, lawn mowing company. I'd go knock doors around my neighborhood and I got like up to 15 lawns and I would do it all on the weekend and make way more money than my friends did. Um, you know, so that's kind of just some examples of, of, kind of early on when I was a kid. But then fast forward in college, 
I kind of bounced around like most people do. Did, did you did you bounce around in college too? Um, well, yeah, a few times. <laughs> oh yeah, we all do. So I ended up in construction management and business. That was kind of like my what I ended up in. I've been reading books like Robert Kiyosaki, you know, Rich Dad Poor Dad, Cash Flow Quadrant, all these things, and. I mean, I was learning all this stuff in college, but honestly, the, the most valuable lessons I learned were these things that I was learning outside of college. Mm -hmm. And so I ultimately ended up in business and construction because I wanted to do real estate, right? Anyone that's read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. We all wanted to do that. I did everyone this. wants to do real estate, right? <laughs> so I, you know, I went into construction. I, I took this job out of California and um, it was a big company, con commercial construction. They built like the, the Disney concert hall, that wavy stainless steel construction thing. Really? Okay. They did, that. They did really cool stuff. So that's why I picked them. Um, and so I was like a project engineer in this, you know, in this company in a project management team. And so I was working long hours. My commute was from Ventura all the way up to Santa Barbara. Oh, that is a drive. Right yeah. along I've the coast. Time. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I saw whales or, or dolphins <laughs> along my drive. Like it was amazing. And so outside of college, me and my wife were here. We were dinks. We had no kids, double income, no kids. Uh -huh. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and we were making good money. And honestly, like I came from nothing. Like I had no, nothing as a kid. Like, you know, I, I basically had to guide myself. I didn't really have someone kind of guiding me. So when I was in this situation making this great money, man, it felt good for a while, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, my wife was working, I was working, we were, we were kicking some butt for me, for what I thought. And then finally, it, the honeymoon phase started, started to kind of like wear off, right? Um, living this dream and realizing, oh crap, it's expensive to live in California. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we're, we're from Idaho, right? We're like podunk Idaho, potato fields. There's not a lot of opportunity here. So anyways, that, as that started wearing off, me and my wife decided to start a family, start kids, start having kids. We felt like we were ready. So we crunched the numbers that if she quit her job, we realized that I was we were basically going to be living paycheck to paycheck, you know? And that was like, whoa, because we were basically saving her income and living off mine or, or vice versa. Uh -huh. And... I, I, and I was always like, I, I was, like I said, the, the, the honeymoon phase kind of wore off and I was stuck behind a desk and I was working long hours, project management on a salary, you know, they just kind of just squeeze every hour they can. Oh, yeah. out of uh -huh. And I, dude, I felt like the walls were closing in on me. I mean, I felt, I felt like, I don't think I can do this for 40 years. That's, that's kind of the career path in most companies climb this ladder you know, maybe, maybe someday I'll be a vice president. Yeah. 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 They hang that carrot in front of you. Yeah. You'll be making like 200 grand a year. Maybe, maybe. And you're, and I'm just like, wait a minute. No, no, I, this is not where I want to go. And so anyways, I was having these feelings and, you know, you know, comparing that with like, it's a stable situation, right? Like, holy cow, I have benefits. I have, you know, great pay, you know, granted I'll probably get raises and, we won't be living paycheck to paycheck after a while if my if my wife, you know, if we have a baby and, and start a family and she stops working, right? So I'm like going back and forth. I mean, I think a lot of people have been there. Mm -hmm. So I had this like overwhelming decision to make. And I was about two years into the job. Um, and I ultimately like, like I would go to sleep and I would wake up. This was, this was on my mind. It was like the weight of the world was on my shoulders. You know, when you're like in a decision, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you make and like oh what, what do I do and so at this time a friend came to me and said hey Scott I'm doing real estate right um he's selling this like program um it's a college that they like they teach you all this real estate investing knowledge right and then you can okay. sell the program at the same time so he calls me up and he's like hey man I made like 70 grand the last couple months and I was like, Un unreal, that's not possible. And I was just like, I was pretty mad at that point. I was kind of just jealous, but uh -huh. this kind of came up. And then I was weighing these decisions. Should I quit my job and go do real estate? And so I remember we went to a Lifehouse concert and um, I love Lifehouse because their, their music is super moving and, and just, you know, it was a small venue. So we were like really close to stage and, I remember being in this dilemma, like, what should I do? And 
it was almost like the music was speaking to me or something. And it just like, it was just, just freaking do it, Scotty. <laughs> no. And I made the decision in that Lifehouse concert to quit my job and go after this thing. I had no freaking clue if it was going to work or not, you know? And so we did that. I gave my two weeks notice, um, or no, I actually gave a two month notice. I didn't realize that that didn't work very well. And then three days later, they actually gave me my rainbow papers. You know what those are? No. What is that? So rainbow papers are like all these papers you sign when you're getting let go from a job. <laughs> so I was, I was in my, it was like two or three days after I gave him my notice, my two month notice. And my project manager calls me up and said, Hey Scotty, stay there. I'm actually on my way up to you. I'm like, Oh crap. This is real. Uh huh. This is real. I really did this. And so he, he comes up there and I sign all these papers. I think it's mainly just disclaimers to, mm-hmm. you know, offset liability or whatever. You know, you get on Cobra insurance and they gave me a severance package. Uh-huh. Okay. So anyways, I was, it was real. And I was freaking out at that point, you know, before, after I'd made this decision, it was like the most liberating feel I'd felt. Right. Um, but I didn't know what the crap I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> so fast forward, we, we, we actually moved to Boise, Idaho and I started doing short sales. I would partner with other investing companies or investors and we would work short, short sales and this is around the the 08 financial collapse mm-hmm. and so i had a pipeline of all these short sales that i'd lined up and we were working deals and making a little bit of money wasn't making a lot mm-hmm. um but then the 08, 08 um, collapse happened and the banker bailout so banks basically stopped negotiating short sales like completely for a long period of time. You could still do them, but they were very hard. Uh-huh. I think it was because the banks were like waiting for a handout from the government. Like they're going to get this, you know, billions of dollars. And so they didn't really need to worry about, you know, getting all these bad assets off the books. Right. Uh-huh. So anyways, I dried up. I lost my freaking shirt. I'd done this venture. I, you know, I'd taken this huge risk and lost my shirt. And so I ended up doing like little construction jobs, working for like, you know, investors that were flipping homes or, and I wasn't making much at all. And, and then I ended up getting a, an opportunity to go sell pest control. And so I'd done this through college one year. Mm -hmm. Um, but I actually went out and I sold pest control. I was going to try to take my family with the company but the company wouldn't allow families to go because they mainly just hired college kids, single guys. So I actually decided, we just had our first baby at this time. So I decided to go down to California and sell pest control with my family. I left them in, in Boise, Idaho, and I was down in California for four months. One of the hardest decisions I made, another like huge, like, oh crap, what do I do mm-hmm. type situations, you know? So I did this and then, you know, I actually stuck in pest control for the next well, it's been 10 years um, that I've been in that. And I, I was, I sucked at first, but I would, you know, I would knock doors in the summer times. I would make, you know, my first few summers, I made like 30 grand that summer. The next summer I made like, you know, like 50, 60 grand, I don't know, in like four or five months. And then after that, I, I figured this thing out. And so I was making between like 80 and 120,000 within four and five months. Selling you know? pest control. Selling pest control door to door. And I, then I take the rest of the year off, right? Okay. So I found this like awesome opportunity and I could care less about pest control, but the business model is what really made me like uh-huh. lit fire. So this company that I was selling for, they actually let me partner in if I did certain things. Mm-hmm. So I uh, had to sell 400 in a summer. That would put you in the top 1% of the industry, mm-hmm. 1 to 5% probably. Um, and then I'd have to recruit a team after I sold 400 that, that summer, recruit my own team and then we would open our own office. Right. Mm -hmm. So I just put the blinders on and I just, I just went and did it. I went and sold 400 that summer. It was in Corona, California. Um, this is by this time, my family was coming with me. Mm Um, I switched companies. So I'm trying, I'm going pretty fast through the, through the story, but, um, so anyways, I sold 400 in Corona. This is 2011. And then I started my own office with the company. Like I finally did it. Like I was a business owner, right? Like you read cash flow quadrant. Like uh-huh. I'm the business owner, right? Um, so I was, I owned the, the, the accounts 
And I also was able to sell and lead my team at the same time. So I would get paid commissions for my sales and make, you know, between 60 to hundred. At that point when I was lead, when I was leading the team, it was a little less because I had a lot more responsibilities, but still, if I was making like between 60 and a hundred grand, um, you know, and then I also owned the, the accounts and over time they would start kicking out profits. It was a pretty good situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we grew this for four years and then, and like I said, I had the blinders on, so I wasn't thinking about anything else. All I could think about was this summer and next recruiting season in the off season when I went home, we lived in Idaho at the time. And so it was the, it was the middle of the, of the summer of 2015. My partners all called me and are like, Hey, we realize um, there's a few things we, we, we'd like to go different directions with our careers or, you know, whatever. And we ultimately decided to sell and I wasn't ready for it. I was like, okay. Um, I mean, this was like a, the rug was just pulled out from underneath me. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I wasn't ready for it. So ultimately we decided to sell. This is the best time to sell because we'd had the most accounts we'd ever had before. I mean, we were, we were profitable at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had that taste of just profits when you wake up and you, you look in your bank and, oh, wow, there's a big giant chunk of money that was just dropped in my account, you know? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> amazing, <entrepreneur> feeling. Dream. <laughs> amazing feeling. And I'm getting all my commission checks as well at the same time. But anyways, we ultimately decided to sell. Um, so the, the spring of 2016, we sold to a competitor of ours, um, Orkin Pest Control. They're the biggest, one of the biggest pest control companies in the world. So it was like the biggest payday of my life. I mean, it was amazing. And you'd think that I'd be like, okay, I found my thing, right? But I, I had these reservations. Like I, like I said, I, I could care less about pest control. And I'm actually more of like a more natural person. So, <laughs> I mean, if it was up to me, I wouldn't buy pest control for my own house. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> but, but my wife hates spiders and bugs. So we actually have one of my friends that, does our house so anyway <laughs> I, I just was feeling like man I just this was just an opportunity that just came up and I ran with it you know and it was a great great choice um but I was feeling like man I really should find something that I'm just where all my passions line up with with the business opportunity right mm-hmm. and I just felt like you know I really need to find that and I felt like I was in the position in 2016 to start this. So I actually sold one more summer for my partner's office. Um, and then I tried to figure it out in the next winter and was going to Tony Robbins and like trying to, I was, I was searching, you know, I was okay. yes. for, for information. I was trying to find myself, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I felt like a lost little puppy. You know, I was, just, I was like 36 years old. I had like, it was almost like a midlife crisis, you know? Oh, man. So, but I went out, you know, I sold in 2016 and then, you know, I, I had these ideas of things to do, but when you're selling, like you have to go all in with your mind focus wise. And it like the summer goes on then you get home you're like, Oh, I think I was trying to do something, but what was it? It's almost like starting over all again. Mm-hmm. So I'd spin my wheels that next winter and crap, I got to go sell again. <laughs> so I found a, a company I went and sold in New York you know, for a friend of, of mine, he owned a company in, in Long Island. That was 2017. Had a great summer. Um, and then the next winter went on again and I was like spinning my wheels. Like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And ultimately I decided to go um, to business mastery, Tony Robbins business mastery. Okay. I love Robbins. Have you ever been to him? I have, I, I know. Um, I actually started uh, my journey with Tony Robbins, uh, his program, um, was it the Personal Power 2? That was oh, okay. my introduction to, to Tony and that was like, absolutely uh, amazing. Um, okay. And so I bought all of his uh, programs, you know, after that. I have not gone to any of his actually live events. Um, okay. My wife uh, is telling me that, you know, I need to go this, oh, uh, this summer because he's going to be here in, um, in, in uh, Houston. Uh, Texas. So UBW? that's about 45 minutes from where we are. So I'm like, Oh, we got to go. Is he doing unleash the power within? Yes. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So that's the one I went to. I went to the unleash the power within. It's like a three day event. Did you um, do the firewalk? Did you do the firewalk? I did. 
Dude, I walked on fire. Every time I think about it, I can still feel my feet, my feet just kind of feel cold. Really? It's weird. It's, he hypnotizes you. That it's, is insane. That is just, oh, so you didn't get like burned. You didn't go up in flames. No. Okay, so you no. still have all of your, uh, your, your skin. And so all those people that are like bashing on Tony and saying, oh, it's a scam and da-da-da-da-da. It is absolutely real then, right? I did it, man. I walked on coals, hot coals, and I saw them. So we okay. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I did get a little squirrel brain going on here. Okay, very good. <laughs> but yeah, so UPW. I went to UPW. It was the summer or the winter of 2017, or the I guess the spring of 2017. And that's when I was like, oh crap, what do I do? I'm, I went to New York, sold there. And then I went to Business Mastery because you know Tony Robbins upsold me, of course. Uh-huh. <laughs> I bought business mastery from him. So I went to that and I was planning on partnering with a friend in a pest control company, but for whatever reason, it just didn't work out. It didn't feel right. Um, I just didn't feel like that's my direction I should go with my life. And so ultimately I backed out, but I went to Tony Robbins, you know, this business mastery with no business. And it was like, it was a good event, but honestly it was super painful because it just reminded me of crap. Like wh- look at the situation you're in, Scott. Like you're on the top of the world here and now you're like, now you're lost. Now you're a lost, cold, wet puppy. And that's honestly how I felt. But the one thing I took away from that was I realized that I remembered back in college, I went to this uh, business seminar right before I graduated. Um, and I, I saw this lady present about her online e-commerce business and she was selling sprout kits. And this like, is like, like the yeah. pet sort of thing, right? What's that? You remember, you remember the Chia Pets, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not Chia Pets, but like sprouts that you actually eat, you know, like they put on your sandwiches or oh, something. Oh, okay, okay. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> she was selling, she was telling us, going to run through the numbers, and this is like way pre, pre, like click funnels or anything like really simple to use. Like she was doing it all. She uh-huh. was making a fortune. And it just kind of planted a seed. And I'd always thought from like then, and I'd gone through all this whole roller coaster of my career at that point. I always thought in the back of my head, man, that's the be all end all. Like I need to get into online business. I need to figure that out someday. And so I always had it like a goal. Like I really need to figure out how to do online business. Mm-hmm. You know? So at this point I was at business mastery, Tony Robbins. And you know, the one thing I took away from that, that experience was I need to start an online business. I don't know what it's going to be. I have no freaking clue. <laughs> all right. Dude, but I need to start an online business. You, you bring up such a good point. Uh, and, and, you know, and I don't want to you know, you know, interrupt your story and everything, but I, I no, want I, I to you know, point this out to, you know, to, to our uh, audience. You know, we see people that, you know, um, that have already you know, gone through the journey, right? And they have like huge companies like you know, Russell Brunson with ClickFunnels, you know, uh, Steve Larson with Sales Funnel Radio, you know, Tony Robbins, you know, with you know, his, um, you know, all of his you know, uh, you know, success and that sort of stuff. But what we don't see behind the scenes is like what you were just talking about. Dude, all of them struggled and didn't know what the heck they were doing, didn't know what they wanted to do, but they were just trying stuff and trying stuff. And yet in school, they teach us, oh, well, you got to have this plan and you got to have this, uh, you know, this business you know, you know, plan and you have to have everything all planned out. And, you know, you know, from point A to point Z and it all, you know, just flows and it doesn't work like that. Right. You know, and, and a lot of us, you, you know, we, um, disqualify ourselves because we seem to think that, well, I don't have it all together. Like, you know, Scott, you know, I don't have it together. Like, you know, you know, Joe down the street who has like, you know, this huge, you know, you know, construction company or like, you know, you're uh, the person you were talking about had a huge online business. I don't have it all together, you know, like that, but we don't see behind the scenes of it wasn't like that. They, you know, we all struggle. We all, you know, are struggling not only to get the, the business off the ground, but actually what business do we want to start? Right. What am I going to do? Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, yeah, good, great point. And that's so true. Cause here's the thing, guys, I do close. I close for Steven Larson, like James says now. And I knew Steven Larson back when he was playing video games in my recruiting office all the time. <laughs> I still can't see. I, I still can't imagine. I remember. And I first, when I first met him, like I remember telling him, yeah, man, I tell you, we were like, we connected because a guy introduced us. Um, our friend of ours introduced us and said, you guys really like each other because you have a lot of the same, you know, ideas. Cause I was like into real estate and I loved investing and, you know, internet business. It was a big goal of mine. And so I remember meeting him at first and we were going to go back and forth. Yeah. Real estate, this and that. And I was like, dude, the biggest thing is online business. I remember telling him that. 
Really? <laughs> you told me that. Oh, this is before he kind of honed in on online business, but and I'm not saying that's I'm the reason why he chose that, but mm-hmm. it was. It's interesting to see the the path that he's gone and how he's become what he's become, knowing where he started. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's like this. He's huge. Like he's equated with Russell Brunson right now. Like he's almost like on equal grounds in my mind. I mean, mm-hmm. if you look online, he's the man, right? Uh huh. Absolutely. But it's it's the same for all of us. We all have to go through this messy journey, and it's this messy journey that qualifies us, that makes us become what we need to become, in order to achieve it and 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 have our end goal come true. So, but anyways, we went off on a couple of side tangents. So I was saying, I went to Business Mastery. The one thing I took away from is I need to start an online business. I don't know what it's going to be, but I need to do this. I felt like it was like a calling, right? Like I, mm-hmm. I, I was praying about it. I was like, you know, making my pros and con lists, like which, you know, which passion should I run after? Right. And ultimately I honed in on this one, you know, because let's face it, when you have an online business, when you can successfully do it, you can work from anywhere. You have location independence, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. You can be by a pool and working on your laptop, working on your business in Mexico or whatever, right? Depending on the business, obviously. But you have, I mean, I was doing door-to-door sales. One door, one knock, one check. And I spent that check really quick and I had to go sell that one, sell a sale again, right? Mm -hmm. So with online business, it's one to many and you can use technology and leverage it and evergreen it over time you know, mm-hmm. which is amazing. And it, this is residual income. This is, you know, this is passive income down the road. Obviously at front, you got to work your, your tail off, but you know, there's, I just see the most potential in business uh-huh. um, with online business. And that's why I've chosen it. So anyways, I chose this, I was going to do it. So when I left business mastery, this was this, the, this was the spring, no, this is the fall of 2016. 17 so 2018 comes around and i go to funnel hackers live funnel hacking live all right and, I, I and for, a, uh, scott do you, can you do me a favor if for those of you um for those those of you that are actually you know listening and you don't know what funnel hacker live is can you kind of explain to like what what exactly oh, yeah yeah so i i've known about russell brenson who puts it on for you know five or six years before this but funnel hackers live is like the most epic extravaganza of all things online business and marketing and russell just like goes over the top delivering like he has people that speak about all their different businesses and what they're doing and it's amazing like it's like a three-day event and it's amazing and you're it's you're like drinking from a fire hose but it's like you're around all these crazy entrepreneurs that are doing Mm -hmm. like you know i'm sitting and having lunch with this guy that has this software he lives in australia and he's making like 400 grand a month from a freaking software that they built once. And it's just a subscription that people buy for fitness. Wow. You know? Yeah. I mean, That's and amazing. This guy that, there's this guy that sells supplements and he's making like, you know, 300,000 a month. You know, these numbers are just astronomical, but like in that world, it's no big deal. You know, it's no big deal. You realize the potential. Mm-hmm. It kind of just shatters all of your, preconceived notions about making money uh-huh. when you get into this world, when you go to Funnel Locker Live and you realize, holy cow, these people made 10 million in a year. Are you flipping kidding me? And you see, you know, example after example after example of people that are doing this. And so anyways, I went to this and Russell's an amazing salesman too. So I end up buying his like full program, right? Okay. Comma Club X. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So I feel like, okay, I don't have a business yet. But and so, anyways, then I actually I was still in the position where I need to go out and sell again because I haven't really figured out like um, you know, I have a lot of savings from the sale of my business, but we'd invested a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And the way me and my wife operate is like if I'm not earning it, like we can't just live off our savings. I have to go out and sell because I have nothing okay. else going on. So I went and sold. I bought Russell's program. And then I went and sold in Denver, Colorado for a com- another company. Okay. Um, had the best summer of my pest control career, by the way, which was amazing. And ultimately decided to be done. Hang up the hat, you know, put my shoes away, my knocking uh-huh. shoes away. And 
that's where I'm at now. Um, this is the first summer that I've been in Idaho for 12 years. I haven't been in Idaho for the summer for 12 years. I've been on the road, moving different cities, selling pest control. So here I'm at, I'm, I basically am starting this journey. I'm, I'm going to start an online, online, online business come hell or high water. It's going to happen. And I'm just learning all the things that I need to learn along the way. I'm in that messy journey right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, sweet. So, so can you kind of, you know, share, cause we met in, um, uh, in a, uh, network marketing, um, a, a Facebook and your know, group and uh -huh. it's uh, specifically, you know, geared towards, you know, taking, you know, uh, that industry and uh, applying the principles of internet marketing and direct, um, you know, selling and in order to actually build a real asset and not just uh, another salesman type job of really like that's what, you know, network marketing is using, you know, the, those old techniques kind of share with, um, with, uh, you know, everybody. So you went from uh, selling a pest control to uh, Tony Robbins from Tony Robbins. Then uh, you learned about, you know, starting a, a, an online business and then uh, you bought you know, that coaching program. It's like right now you are, you know, wanting to, to develop an online business uh, kind of, you know, share with everyone. So how does that, you know, um, go along with uh, you know, your, your um, interest in network marketing? Yeah. So, I mean, it was the, the summer when I was in New York, I was chatting back and forth with Steven Larson and we were planning on um, like, he was telling me all this stuff he'd been doing. I was listening to his podcast, realized that he was working for ClickFunnels and, and uh, you know, he was, he was going to start this doing funnels for this network marketing company. I'm not going to say the name of it. Okay. Um, and so then I decided, okay, I'm going to go do this with Steve. Like, He's like, he said, he'll give me all of his assets and all this coaching and training and stuff. And, and so that was my decision. But what ended up happening is, um, he actually went a different direction and went with another company. I had no clue who it was. Mm -hmm. I was using the company that using the products of the company that he was, you know, when we were talking was, was going to plan on working with, okay. but he went a different direction. And so I was like, well, shoot, I'm still, I still feel like I need to do this online, online stuff. So. Then I went to Funnel Hackers Live. Um, you know, I started the coaching program, spunning my wheel, spun my wheels for a while. Like, I mean, I went for the summer of, of uh, 2018, I was in Denver selling. So I wasn't really doing much with the coaching program. And then I got home in the fall and it was like, I had to like reset myself and start over. So I was just spinning my wheels. But then ultimately, um, I was at one of these live coaching events with Steve and he was telling me that he was going to start it with this other company again. Cause this one other one wasn't working out. A lot of these, a lot of these companies are stuck in the nineties. And when you start doing some crazy things online, they'll cut you off. And mm -hmm. I, I don't know all the details of what happened there, but ultimately he decided let's do this company. And this company was actually asking Russell Brunson, Hey, we want to do funnels. We want to start, you know, using funnels and technology to the, the max to grow a team in our company. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, Russell's like, I'm a CEO of ClickFunnels, right? And they were like, well, who's your next next best man? Like, who, who should we go to to help help us do this? And he was like, well, do it with Stephen Larson. He's already doing stuff with network marketing with his uh, secret MLM hacks. Okay. Coaching course or his, uh, you know, course. And so that's, that's when Steve jumped in and then he told me and a couple other friends like, hey, like I'm generating all these leads and like, I, I don't have time to call them. I'm doing all this coaching. I need to bring in a closing team. And so that's when I decided, okay, I'll be your closer. I'll, I'll do it. You know, well, let's, let's do this. And so that's what, what ended up, what ended up happening. So right now I'm, I'm a high ticket closer for, for Steve's stuff, you know, but my ultimate goal is, you know, to grow this stuff, I'm growing a downline in this automatic. I mean, people apply to work with us. We're not bugging our friends and family. That's the beautiful thing, right? <laughs> That is what is so, uh, yes, that's what's so um, amazing when I, you know, <coughs> on uh, what Steve, uh, you know, Larson was doing, you know, um, on top of, you know, what, 
uh, you know, Russell Brunson had already, you know, uh, developed. And then we, uh, we get into this, this group where it's, it's not um, just like any old uh, network marketing group where we're like, okay, you just got to believe, uh, you know, okay, you got to uh, go out and talk to more people. Uh, you know, you just got to share or, you know, you have to, you know, love the products. It is actually real marketing skills, which yeah. Like you uh, have already developed the, you know, the, the skill of going out and moving product into the marketplace, right? And so uh -huh. even if um, whatever company that you're in blows up or the, the government comes in and says, you know what, you can't, this company is you know, not on the up and up and you, know, you need to get rid of everybody for whatever reason, you can take that skill and you can go to any other company and you're going to do absolutely amazing as opposed to you know, um, you know, anybody else that is actually using the, the strategies that are normally promoted in network marketing, right? Hey, make your leads list. Go ahead and call up. You know, let me get on the three way call. I'll go ahead and I'll close. Yeah, that doesn't work if the company's on the up and up because you're like, okay, I don't own any assets. I don't own any of the people. Now, what I'm going to do, right? And so that's what is uh, it's so um, amazing about this. And I'm, I'm just again, I want to, I, I want to, you know, um, have you share with the the audience. You're a closer. I've never even heard about that. You know, it's always supposed to be, you're supposed to be calling up the leads, whether it's from your own personal contacts or you're the one that's supposed to be, you know, um, purchasing, you know, you know, leads. And then you have to actually make the dials and make the calls and you're the ones that have to close them or that you have to get them on the three way, you know, phone call or, or whatever. You're the one that actually, you're know, doing it like, like you're doing a pest control, right? The one, yeah. not the, the one presentation, the one sales sort of thing. But now, Steve Larson set up a system where he actually has actual, you know, uh, you know, people that are doing all of the closing for him, like an actual business. Yeah, explain yeah. that to, to our audience. Cause that is like, that is like mind blowing. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. Um, and you know, when people join our downline also, we, we give them all the assets that, that Steve has created to grow this, you know, grow this machine. I mean, this, you know, this website, people go and they apply to join us. They're basically like, it's an interview. When I call them, it's an interview. It's not like I'm trying to sell them at all. All I'm doing simply is trying to see if it's a good fit, period. Wow. You know? I, 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 there's a few things awesome. that we want to determine when I'm on the call with them because we're, we're trying to focus on marketers. We want marketers to join our team. People that want to utilize online marketing and online business um, in their marketing efforts to grow their, their network marketing company. And then number two, we want to know that they see mar network marketing or MLM, the bad word, right? The swear word mm -hmm. as a good opportunity. So we don't have to overcome that obstacle. And then obviously it's, I mean, I have a bunch of questions I ask people. Some, sometimes I can, within the first couple of minutes, I can decide, well, this person's a perfect fit or I have to dive deeper in and, and kind of ask them like, how technical are you? Have you done anything, you know, with, with that, you know, like technical, like, you know, plugging in all these systems, that's what you're doing when you're doing online marketing. And so uh -huh. I, I try to figure that out with people, but ultimately it's like, we've built this system and it does all the onboarding for us. It takes them through the whole, like knowing nothing about our company to building out their funnels and deciding on how they want to promote and publish. And it, like, I seriously take a call. I send them an email. They sign up. I send them a second email that gives them unlocked access to this program. And they don't blow my phone up and ask me all these millions of questions. It's a beautiful system that, that's, that Steven's built there. So... So um, explain to us, so what is the difference between using a sales funnel as opposed to I'm in, uh, I'm in Walmart and, you know, I see this prospect and I'm like, you know, hey, you'd be a really great to your fit. Uh, you know, you mind if I give you a call and you're know, going down that, that route? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, when you're doing it that way, it's basically anyone with a pulse that can fog a mirror, you're trying to get into your, in your network marketing company. And a lot of us have been there. Um, I've actually done that a little bit mm -hmm. in my network marketing history, but it's painful. It's hard because unless they're like looking for it and it's like all these things line up, it's, it's really hard to convert someone into a sale or if they're one of your friends or your family members, they just kind of join just for pity sake to kind of help you out. Right. 
a lot of us have been in that situation when we've done network marketing, right? Mm -hmm. The power behind doing it online is these people are already involved with MLM. They're already doing it. They're already wanting to do online marketing because of the way Steven publishes, because he's a, he's a coach for click funnels for crying out loud. Like that's his audience. And so he just simply publishes his face off. He has a content machine now that like, I mean, he's everywhere. When you, when you go type in Steve Larson in, in Google and you start, you know, liking some of his stuff, he will follow you everywhere you go online. <laughs> because he targets you, right? <laughs> and so ultimately you, you basically nurture your audience and you qualify them through all this publishing, them seeing your stuff. And then they find the, the website where they go apply to join us. And most of them are already marketers, already people that have done MLM. And so it's a perfect fit. And so we just switched around where they chase us instead of us chasing them. It's attraction marketing, put simply. That so. is, no, that is absolutely uh, amazing because, you know, we seem to think that when we start this business, there's only one way of doing it. And um, I find it, I, I, when I listen to, um, to you and then also, you know, Steven and everyone else like you know, in the group, it's amazing how, you know, people are pulling in all these different strategies from other industries to apply yeah. it to what we're doing. And yet when you talk to, uh, you know, you know, people have, that have been in the network marketing industry for, you know, a considerable amount of time, it is always, this is how it's always been. Um, don't reinvent the system. You know what? You're going to spin your wheels. Anyone that's tried to reinvent it, you know, has always, you know, been unsuccessful. And so you got to do it this way. You got to do it this yeah. way. And uh, they're always hammering, don't do anything new. <laughs> new is bad. You know, like what the crudes are talking about. <laughs> well, the big, the big secret is, is all these big dogs and these network marketing companies that are telling you to create your, your hundred list and let's three way them and call them. A lot of them now are starting to utilize online marketing. That's their secret that they don't want to tell everyone mm -hmm. like, because they're, they're, they're scared that it's going to oversaturate the market or something. But you know, that's, that's not how we've been doing it. We've just been teaching people and giving them the assets to actually start their network marketing business online. Obviously it takes a lot of work to get it up to that point, but you know, well in any business, right? It takes, it takes work, but you know, at least, you know, if you're doing the hard work you want, to uh, get it to a point where it's going to start seeing some fruit and, and not always, you know, getting your face ripped off in the marketplace, you know, because <laughs> you're yeah. something with people that are like, I don't really want anything to do with that. So um, I, you know, I totally get that. Yeah. Um, let me ask uh, Scott, let me ask you, uh, you know, something. So um, <clears throat> what is the, uh, you know, the, the one strategy that you could share with everyone that is making uh, the difference in your business? Maybe something that, you know, um, that other people haven't heard of, or, you know, there's people that are, you know, probably, you know, listening to this that are struggling and they're just hanging on and they're about ready to, to, to quit. Um, what is the one thing that you're doing that is making the difference in your business as opposed to what everyone else is doing? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, it's, it's a couple of things I think I'd like to share. Um, when you start an online business, when you're like looking at doing it and you're just beginning, it can get so flipping overwhelming. And there are so many directions that you think you need to go. And you, you end up spending all of your energy in 20 different directions and you end up doing nothing. You never, you don't ever get anywhere. You've got a YouTube channel, a Facebook page and, and Twitter and Instagram. And you know, you've, you've started a few, you know, publishing and you've started building on a funnel, but ultimately, it's what I think what the biggest advice I would give anyone is go through a program like um, that gives you step by step instructions on what to do first, the most important things first, and then execute on those things, get them done now. And that's what I'm ultimately coming around to after spinning my wheels and learning all kinds of stuff for the last, you know, six months or so. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I've been there it's painful. Like you're going all these directions. You want it so bad. And so you have this shiny object syndrome. So really you've got to put the blinders on. You got to find one mentor, one person, you know, if it's Steve Larson, pick Steve Larson, do his stuff. You know, we give people when they join our downline, 
we give them access to this onboarding system that takes you through a step-by-step -step process. And it's beautiful. They don't, they're not like doing all these millions of other things they don't need to do at that time. And so for me, I'm, I'm learning to do what I need to do now in my business to move it forward and learn only what I need to learn when I'm doing that step or the next step ahead of me. So um, Steve teaches this, um, what does he, how does he call it? It's a, you learn only what you need to learn for that step that you're, you're taking. He, okay. he uses a, a certain term for it. I can't remember what it's called, but it's, it's an amazing term. But anyways, I mean, if you're listening to like three different podcasts that are all different subjects and you're just like learning, 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 you, you get into like a loop where you're, all you're doing is learning. What you need to do is learn something that's the right thing you need to do right then and there, the first step, the ground, the groundwork, the foundation, and execute on that. Do it. Do it. Just freaking do it. <laughs> Shiloh, do it. <laughs> if anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, go check out Shiloh Buff, just do it, and you will laugh your face off. <laughs> but, that was the last amazing thing that he did. <laughs> was, yeah, yeah, probably. Now he's like this crazy guy, right? <laughs> yeah, guys, I mean, you got to figure out what the first step is. And, and Steven's brilliant at that. Like in Russell's um, world, he does the one funnel away challenge. Brilliant. It's an amazing program to go through because it takes you through step by step by step instructions on been to that program yep. first i have two and in in fact it's like the same process that you would go through anytime you're starting an online business or anytime you're starting a new funnel or whatever mm -hmm. you would want to go through that same process over again no matter how much you know and that's ultimately what i've i've learned is there's this process this framework that you need to learn and do step-by-step -step things and and only study and learn what you're what what helps you take the step that you're currently on for the next step and just put the blinders on. Otherwise you get overwhelmed and you just, you just spin your wheels. So that that's like the, I guess the groundwork of, sorry, it's a really long answer to your question, James. <laughs> but the, the next thing is, um, is start yesterday, start yesterday publishing consistently. That's why I've started my, I started a podcast. It's called Man Reinvented. I interview people on that podcast. I'm doing like two or three interviews a week. I'm going to start doing my own little um, solo um, sessions here soon. Mm -hmm. But it's all about consistency. And that's pretty much how Steven got started. He published consistently for a, a number of months and that's why he's so big right now. And he would tell you that as him, himself. He'll say, if you start publishing yesterday, and if you didn't start yesterday, start today consistently publishing about what your, your end goal is. Or just, just go on that journey and start documenting it. You start growing an audience. You get better at, at speaking. Like right now, me and you are speaking. You know, like when I, when I start an interview, I'm like, I got butterflies in my stomach. I'm super nervous. I'm like, crap, what if I say something wrong? You know? Okay, but, I thought that was just me. Okay, cool. Thank you. <laughs> and, I, and I know everyone feels the same way when they start, but you gotta just do it. And you gotta just be consistent at it. Because that's ultimately what that's that's what the winners do in online marketing is they publish consistently. And you know, you can be the face. Um, I know a guy in Hong Kong that he does Google AdWords searches, like he does researches on, he researches keywords on Google, right? Mm -hmm. Then he has a blog team, ghostwriters that write blogs based around those keywords and he pushes people into like affiliate things, programs that he's in. So he's publishing though, consistently, you know? He's not the face, so you can do it that way, or you can just simply become the attractive character like what me and James are doing right now and learn, like I'm putting on this giant suit, this Superman suit that I'm like this little, little you know, stick figure. I feel like a stick figure in this giant muscly 
Superman suit, but I'm going to grow into the suit. And that's why I'm doing it. I'm learning all the things I need to learn in the process of doing it. So what you're saying is that the, the, the one thing that uh, could separate uh, failure to success and anybody just starting off is, is just getting your message out for publishing, right? Is that what you're saying? That was the, the, the exactly. one thing. Now, yeah, what, I, would you, what would you sorry, say to somebody that they're like, uh, I don't know what to say, you know, I'm, I'm not good on camera or I can't be like, you know, like, like you, Scott, or I, I can't be like, you know, Russell or, or Tony Robbins or whoever's out there, Robert Kiyosaki or, you know, pick anybody, Donald Trump, you know, anybody. What would you say to somebody that like, I, I can't do that? Well, if, if someone's in that position, what I'd say is go get James's affiliate link for One Funnel Away Challenge <laughs> and go through, I'm serious, and go through the One Funnel Away Challenge or apply to work with James in his network marketing company um, if that's what you want to do and promote an amazing comp product and go through our onboarding system because James has the same access to that program that, that I do. Anyone in our team does. James is in our team, right? I didn't even sign you up, James. I don't know who signed you up. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> I, I can't remember either. Oh, my God. <laughs> you don't know who your parents no, no, are? Yeah, Alir. It is Alir. <laughs> okay, okay. I know Alir. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. For those of you that are listening, I am just kidding. I know who my upline is. <laughs> oh, that's, the, that's the crazy thing about what we're doing is like, it doesn't matter, right? Uh -huh. It doesn't really matter. So, but yeah, seriously, like if you want to do online marketing and you want to figure out this and you want to get some good groundwork on how to guide you to the point where um, to, you're going to do what I'm telling you to do is start publishing, go do the One Funnel Away Challenge. It's a hundred bucks. It's, it's like the biggest steal of any course that I've ever purchased. Yeah, I went through that. You're right. And it is the best of, you know, everyone is always talking about, we don't have any money. You know, I, I, you know, I don't want to waste money or, you know, I, I, I did this venture, you know, we all did like, you know, start off with real estate and lost thousands of dollars with nothing to show for it. I got yep. more value out of that, uh, 30 day, uh, you know, program for only a hundred dollars. I got more value out of that than all of my schooling and, um, all of the, you know, the, uh, the, the, the trainings and seminars that I went, uh, you know, before that, honestly, and hold on a second, let me, let me write the, the check for you, Scott, for getting that little plug. I appreciate that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm serious. It's like, you know, it's, it's really that simple today. Like there's so much information out there and we've got people like Russell Brunson and Steven Larson and, and all these hundreds of other people that have done, you know, they've taken the steps ahead of us and it's all documented and you can go buy a course for as much as a hundred bucks. Yeah. And take step by step and take you through the process of growing a, you know, a, the potential to grow like a, a million dollar business. It's there. It's really that simple. You just got to do the work. You just got to freaking do it. Just do it. Just do just it. Just do it. <laughs> oh, I just cracked my light. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, but that's sweet because you know what? We're on a podcast and so nobody saw that. <laughs> yeah. Check this out. I just cracked it. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so funny. Yeah. There you go. I just cracked it. <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. We see this is so amazing. We're having so much fun and you know, we're, we're doing what we love. We're getting to joke around and all this stuff. And this is like living the dream, right? As opposed to, I've worked uh, you know, um, behind a desk before. So have you. We didn't have this much fun. I don't know about you. I didn't have that much fun you know, when I was working uh, you know, behind the desk. Yep, exactly. <laughs> oh, dude, Scott, man, this has been awesome, man. I can talk to you for hours and hours, but you know, I don't want to take up um, any more time. I really do appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule, you know, not only building a, your you know, million dollar online business, but then also closing for Steve Larson and getting his you know, message out there and training all of uh, you know, his people. Um, for those of, uh, you know, those people that really want to, to listen, um, and, uh, to consume a lot more of your content and they want to, uh, how would they be able to, to reach out to you? Um, yeah. So the best place right now is go check out my podcast. I actually have James as one of my guests on there. Um, yeah. it's called man. It's the best ever. <laughs> oh, it was the best. 
And it, it was long, but dude, it's just so fun. I mean, James is like, I don't know, we were brothers before we came to this world or something. Like seriously. Well, I, yeah, I'm telling like, you. High close friends. When you like just like instantly connect with someone when you first meet him. Like that's the way it is with James. He's an amazing guy. I mean, there is huge things in store for James. Like I've just got a good feeling about it. And that's only because I'm following in Scott's footsteps. Oh, man. No, I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, man. All of the profits this month, man. I'm, I'm, I'm shelling out to you. i got to write another check. <laughs> <laughs> no. But, yeah, seriously, just Man Reinvented Podcast. Um, you'll see this picture of a, of a man looking up, and it's seascape with this beautiful, you know, mountain. Um, that's the, the thumbnail you look for. Scott Taylor, obviously, is the host. Um, and then I have a Facebook group that's under construction right now. Um, I'm going to start – pushing people into that because I'm going to start a, a, a sales training program. Awesome. And, awesome. Yep. Okay. Very good. And okay. So, and, uh, and the link is going to be in the, uh, in, in the show notes for yeah. uh, any of you that uh, want to, you know, connect with, with Scott. And I'm telling you, Scott, you know, I've only known him for a little bit, but I have learned just so much from the group that we're actually in. And that is what's so uh, amazing about, just today in entrepreneurship and the environment with all the, the different tools that uh, we have at, a, at our disposal, uh, you can connect with uh, champions like Scott. You, know, you can you know, bounce you know, ideas. You're not alone. Even though you know, we do a lot of the stuff, you know, technology, you're not alone. And everyone is, is just, that's why I love this, um, this, this environment is because everyone is, is so eager to help. Uh, and they're, they're so eager to share what they're doing, what's working for them. Um, and that is what it's really, that's what it's all about. It's not about you succeeding, but it is about you succeeding and then helping others to do the same thing. And I've learned so much from Scott. So I highly recommend that you go to his podcast, go do it right now. Go do it. Wait, do it. Don't, don't be busting any more stuff in your, in your house, Scott. <laughs> Man reinvented. That is where you could reach out to, to Scott. Um, and I have been, you know, listening to uh, his podcast as soon as, you know, he, he launched it. He's also doing Facebook Lives um, on his, uh, his profile. And again, I'm going to have that link in the, uh, in the show notes. But he is dropping bombs every single day. And if you really want to know how to succeed in this business, just watch what he's doing. Not only is you know, he um, getting his message out there, not only is he building an audience, but he is also holding himself accountable. And just like he said, publishing every single day. You know, I'm, I'm doing that. You know, I made the, uh, you know, the commitment you know, to do that for 365 you know, days. That is what uh, Steve Larson uh, said um, you know, to do. That is what you know, Russell Brunson said to do. Uh, to do. These are multi-millionaires, and you know, they're telling you this is what you need to do. And I think it's so uh, funny because I have done this, uh, and I know a lot of us uh, have done it as well. We sit in front of people that have what we have, and we ask them, what do I need to do? They tell us what to do, and they're like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. It was, nah, I can't, yeah, it's not for me. Like, it's got to be a different way. Like, I, just, I don't know. There's, it wouldn't work in my situation, really, really. Uh, they're like, no, no, you don't understand. You know, I'm different. You know, the only reason, the only difference between you and everybody else is the ones that have succeeded did what the, the millionaire told them to do, and you're not. And, and I've been there, and I've been there. I and mean, this is, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, bash anybody, because I'm just sharing what has um uh, what has happened in my life and what has held me back is i didn't listen i didn't follow and so now i'm following it is it difficult is it hard yes but i can tell you what it is rewarding i've met scott i've met so many other uh you know uh hugely successful entrepreneurs colton steve you know um you know i see steve larson you know um, all the time and uh you know we're meeting the uh, people each and every day that are connecting and just want to make this world a better place by getting our message out there and i'm just super excited and i know that scott is going to be doing huge things i mean almost what close to two million dollars in sales dude you have so much value i don't you, if you i'm going again to listen to uh, all of the, your episodes right now and if you <laughs> go to man reinvented i'm telling you then you have no one else to blame for your lack of success but yourself. This is what he is putting uh, out there. He is, uh, has the experience in sales. And look, dude, uh, close to uh, you know, $2 million. Dude, he was saying, what kind of lifestyle is that? You make the money in the summer and you get to take the rest of the year off. We would love to have something like that. And you've done it. So I, again, I left it. Man reinvented. Go to his Facebook lives, listen to him, take notes, and follow what he is dropping. 
because he is giving value each and every day, not only on his podcast, but also on his, uh, his uh, you know, Facebook uh, profile. And I can't wait for that group to finally be a construct. I am on the waiting list. I can't wait. I'm going to be the first one. First one, when you open it up. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Scott, do you have anything else to add before, uh, before we close this out? I think that's it, guys. Um, there was one other thing um, when it goes to this publishing consistently thing. Because I've talked to a lot of guys that are in the pest control industry, just kind of stuck in that same place that I used to be. They're like, man, I just I don't want to be that guy that gets on Facebook Lives and has to, like, put his face out there all the time. I just want to do that. And, and the funny thing is I'm realizing this pest control guy goes and knocks 150 doors a day. He goes and inter knocks on a door and interrupts someone and tries to sell them something. And yet he's not willing to go on Facebook and consistently publish so he can find his voice and find his direction. To me, it's my, it's my first knock of my day is doing those Facebook lives and doing my interviews and, and consistently publishing. So there's no difference. I Except just, my way is one to many. <laughs> and it's evergreen because my podcast is going to be there forever. It is. Oh, my gosh. I finally just got the connection from the, the Facebook Live that you did. You're talking about uh, your knock. I just got it. I just got my it. Knock. Yes. First, yeah, I was mainly talking to my pest control buddies or my, my sales buddies that are out there knocking their doors. <laughs> awesome. All right. Again, Scott, thank you so much. Um, and for all of you, this is, um, if you, again, you want to reach out to Scott, is going to be in the, uh, the show notes. Um, as always, uh, I hope that you have an awesome, awesome day. And I am going to see you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.